Welcome to FedScoop Radio. I'm your host, Wyatt Cash, with FedScoop, and joining us today is Ralph Kahn, Vice President, Federal Systems at Tanium Incorporated. Uh, Ralph brings more than 25 years of experience in the technology industry with a number of companies, including Intel and McAfee, but now is in charge of federal business for Tanium, and welcome to the program. Thanks. Uh, Great to be here. So today we want to talk about uh, a topic that we've entitled the death of silver bullet security. And I think the idea that it's a more complicated uh, set of uh, uh, prerequisites to address security. And uh, Ralph, I'm uh, pleased to uh, kind of chat with you about it. Uh, you, You have a much different view about securing networks than the traditional approach. Talk to us uh, about that view and, and why it's important for executives to understand it. So um, for many years, IT executives and CIOs have been investing in what I would call the silver bullet, the latest, hottest technology that claims to solve all of your security problems. And, and it turns out, uh, you know, if you read things like the Verizon DBIR report, really the most effective thing you can do to improve your cybersecurity is basic hygiene and blocking and tackling from a patching and compliance perspective. And that doesn't require a silver bullet. That requires people executing on the processes, procedures, and and products they have today. And now with that said, um, so our, our view is the first thing you ought to do is is go ahead and, and bring your systems up to compliance with patches that need to be applied with um, you know, kind of standard configurations that your organization has has put in place for various reasons, including security. That's the first thing you ought to do before you invest any money in in you know looking at the next silver bullet, whatever that may be. Because uh, the bad guys, they don't need the silver bullets. They're they're using you know very very common run of the mill vulnerabilities today. And why why is that important for executives to understand? Uh, and, and or what is it um, that still needs to happen so they uh, embrace that philosophy? more completely. So, you know, executives, uh, particular IT executives are bombarded by dozens of companies who all think they've got the silver bullet to to solving their IT security problems. And and really the first step is investing in IT operations and doing the blocking and tackling first. One of the biggest problems executives have understanding this is their existing systems have been reporting to them that they're completely patched and completely compliant for a long time. So if you ask most CIOs, they'll look you in the eye and say, yep, I'm absolutely confident that my systems are completely patched and my my systems are all compliant with my, my standards. And the reason for this is they're using systems of record that are not accurate and not timely. So the data they're getting back um, in Let's let's say in in the instance of one of the most um, common systems of record, uh, and I'm not going to use the vendor's name, um, but it, it's sometimes as much as uh, you know 30% inaccurate. In other words, their their endpoint software is actually not functional at any given time on 30% of the endpoints in the organization. So when they try to push a patch patch never gets there, never gets delivered, and they have no record of that. And so the report comes back, all our patches succeeded, and that's what gets filtered up to the CIO, when in reality, when you go back and audit that, you discover there's a large number of those endpoints where that didn't happen right. And CIOs have no mechanism for auditing. Auditing isn't typically built into the process. They just trust their systems of record. So the first thing they need to do is audit and say, hey, are my systems of record really giving me the right answer? In many cases, that's in most cases, it's no. And so again, that's why they need to revisit the basics and put some more rigor around getting patching in place, 
getting um, standard configuration compliance in place and not necessarily trusting the tools they've already got in there. Audit them. And if they're not working, then they need to look at other tools. Well, and we know that uh, as uh, networks continue to uh, expand and the number of users on them expand, uh, it probably is getting uh, more challenging to really uh, have an accurate and timely uh, audit uh, tally of uh, what's going on in the endpoint. I know one of the things that you've talked about uh, is uh, speed at scale, uh, and I thought that was an interesting uh, way of um, thinking about security. But uh, tell us what you mean by that in the context of security and, and, and maybe a little bit about how uh, Tanium actually accomplishes that. So what, what the adversaries rely on is the fact that our processes and procedures, both for IT and security, operate at a very slow speed even at small scale, but particularly at large scale. So let, let's take, for example, the OPM breach. Um, that happened, and, and our response to scan the environment for any of the indicators of compromise that we subsequently discovered would tell us if we had been breached or not um, took months. Some civilian, and it was in, in, in the, it was so important to do this that the White House put out the cyber sprint to, to accomplish this in the federal government many of the agencies couldn't do it. They literally had no mechanism to scan all of their endpoints, no matter how long it took them, to determine if indicators of compromise were not there. And so that speed is really important because the amount of time it takes you to figure out if, if you've been breached once you have the indicators is the amount of time it takes you before you can really start the process of recovering from that breach and, and kicking the intruders off of your system. They run very fast. Once they get in, they move around later, laterally very quickly, and it's very difficult to catch them. You think they're in one place, and then they move. And because the tools are very slow, you don't see where they've moved to, and then you have to kind of go back and rinse and repeat. Some major um, organizations in the U.S. government, and again, I'm not naming names, have had issues that they've been trying to adversaries are trying to get out of their systems for over two years. And it's the same reason. The adversary is operating faster than we can catch them um, and then we can see them. So really speed and speed at scale are really critical. The bigger you are, the harder this problem is. You know, imagine if you know, you're a large civilian or a large DOD organization with hundreds of thousands of endpoints. Um, it just takes a long time with today's current tools to scan all those endpoints and take any sort of concerted action on all those endpoints. And that time is, is time the adversary uses to further penetrate your environment, exfil data, and, and achieve their objectives. And so one of the things that, that we've actually been able to bring to our customers in the federal government is that speed at scale. If you look at the cyber sprint, of the few organizations that were actually able to scan um, their environments entirely and get accurate results, for the IOCs that occurred as part of the OPM breach, the only ones who were able to really do it and do it with confidence and, and completeness were Tanium customers. Um, and so, you know, the agencies that had deployed Tanium actually were able to do that and were able to verify that they had not been breached. The rest of them, you know, again, we've talked about the issues that they have. And, you know, those, those agencies range from small 20,000 endpoint agencies to large multi-hundred thousand endpoint agencies. And so, again, it doesn't matter to Tanium how big you are. We can do those scans and get the data back to you in around 15 seconds. Um, that's pretty good speed, and particularly when you combine that with scale into the hundreds of thousands and millions of endpoints, 
now you're beginning to operate at the same speed the adversary is, and that's, that puts the adversary at a significant disadvantage. That makes a lot of sense. Well, you've also stressed the, the need for enterprises to reduce cyber response cycle times, and, and that presumably with speed you can get that down for months to literally seconds, but obviously um, uh, some threats are, are lingering a little more deeply in this than is obvious. Um, tell, us, tell us why um, uh, moving cycle times down from months to seconds really kind of changes the game for dealing with adversaries. So uh, there are a couple of uh, dimensions to the, the cycle time problem. The first one is when you think about patching and compliance, uh, compliance isn't really checked other than on you know, monthly and in some cases just an annual basis. Um, and the point of compliance is to make our, um, our systems much harder targets for the adversary. If we're compliant, if we're patched, that makes it much, much harder for the adversary to penetrate our systems than it does if we're only compliant once a year or we're only compliant once a month. And so this, when I say cycle time, I, in one context, I mean the cycle time of being able to keep yourself patched, keep yourself compliant. Again, that ought to be done in a daily basis. Every morning when the CIO comes in, they ought to know, hey, I'm compliant, I'm patched, I'm good to go. I've got a very hard target for the adversary today. Right now, those times are measured in months, if not years. Uh, and so that's one aspect of reducing the cycle time. The other aspect is as you're, as you're conducting the hunt for the adversary across your environment, because I think all CIOs today understand there is no silver bullet. There's no tool they can put in there that's going to keep the adversary out. It's just a matter of time before they find a way in, even with the hard targets. Um, and so what many um, CIOs have done have, have stood up a hunting organization where they have cybersecurity professionals hunting across their environment looking for indicators of compromise, TTPs, and any other anomalous behavior. Well, if the tools that they have really cannot show them everything in real time, it just shows them maybe what it looked like a week ago or three days ago, or it shows them 100 endpoints right now, but it can't show them the rest, that really handicaps the folks hunting for the adversary. On the other hand, if they can see all endpoints, get the data back in 15 seconds, and scan for IOCs, TTPs, or anomalous behavior, and then begin to correlate that with other things all in 15 seconds, now all of a sudden they can find the adversaries almost as quickly as the adversaries may gain access. And what that means is that now the adversaries don't have as much time to operate. They don't have time to move laterally. They don't have time to exfil data. They don't have time to do the things that they wanted to get in for in the first place. And so now in addition to um, making it yourself a harder target, once they do get in, you reduce the time they have to get the value. And, and if you reduce the time, it significantly reduces the value to the adversary, which again discourages them from attempting to get in because if they can't get the value they want, then they really have to think about you know, whether they want to expend the resources to, to penetrate the organization and breach that particular organization as well. And it also minimizes the amount of pain the organization you know, goes through. So those are the two areas where speed and scale make a big difference. And you know, Tanium significantly helps its customers. We're the only, only solution out there that can give them the 15-second response time at scale up to millions of endpoints. Well, finally, um, 
you know, given uh, budget and staffing constraints that we know federal agencies uh, routinely are dealing with, um, how, how realistic is it for agency executives to get there? And by that I mean, you know, being able to um, take their existing systems uh, and try to incorporate this kind of technology. And, and what's your advice to help them get there uh, quicker? So, you know, the irony of this is that if you actually invest in IT operations and reducing the cycle time and getting a very accurate system of record, um, you actually reduce your budget uh, and you reduce um, staffing. So you actually help yourself by doing this. So our first customer in federal, we did a pilot with them. And again, agency will remain nameless. We got a call um, that basically said, hey, um, you know, we like to add some use cases to this. We have an audit coming up from a major software vendor. We added the use cases. They save more money during the pilot just doing the use cases because we gave them an authoritative system of record they could use to prove to that software vendor this is how much we owe you for the software that we're actually using. And it turned out they were actually oversubscribed. They saved a lot of money because their existing system of record had years' worth of historical data that was inaccurate. And so they were relying on that and licensing 10 or 20% over what they actually were using. And so they could take that back. They took that concrete data back. They actually saved money on doing it. So you know, getting there quickly is using the right tools and realizing that there are tools out there that can get you much faster cycle times, much faster access to the data, much wider situational awareness, and that can actually save you money. That, that is Tanium's value proposition. We get you all of that speed and scale, all the visibility, the, the accelerated patching, the harder target, the accelerated ability to view what the adversaries are doing as they come into your systems, and we can save you money at the same time. It's a very strong value proposition. Well, it uh, certainly sounds uh, encouraging to know that uh, there are better, faster tools and that by using them you can actually uh, reduce your costs. Uh, so it makes it kind of a, uh, a, a very compelling argument that, to uh, get started sooner than later and uh, keep those adversaries at bay. So, uh, hey, well, uh, Ralph, thank you so much for joining us today. I uh, really appreciate your comments. Uh, thank you, and I appreciate the opportunity. Uh, this is Wyatt Cash uh, wrapping up here for FedScoop Radio. Uh, thanks for being with us, and look for more of our coverage on security at fedscoop.com. Thanks. Thanks.